1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Stephen Davis, and Alan McGregor make up the shortlist for the Football Writers Player of the Year. St Johnston will be without four players for the Scottish Cup semi final following two positive COVID tests. And Rangers and Celtic could be set for Colt teams in the Lowland League for next season. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Yeah, semi final week in the Scottish Cup to look forward to, Gordon. And it's quite unusual that neither Celtic or Rangers are in there but exciting games ahead uh, a big blow for St Johnson like you say is missing four players Hibs will fancy their chances to beat my old team Dundee United but Jim Goodwin has done a stellar job at St Mirren this season and rightly you said there are four players named for the sports writers player of the year I don't think anyone can have any arguments with those four being put up yeah I totally agree with that argument there that Mark put up there the four Rangers players have been excellent Gordon uh, big ones at the weekend Anybody Scottish Cup You've got to say Would you say Have slight favourites Because finishing Well They're third in the league now They've still a bit to do To finish there But they've had a really good season Cam Davison They're talking If he does a double Should he be manager Of the year St Mirren Have had a terrific season And Mark's whole club Dundee United So A lot to play for And big talking point tonight For everyone who is Scottish player of you? Yeah, Thursday night with Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson But it doesn't work without you So pick up the phone and let us know what is on your mind 0141 No point in hanging about Don't let anyone else steal in and take your point What do you make of those headlines we gave you And anything else that you think we've missed We're here for you Anything you want to get off your chest 0141 951 1025 And of course you can tweet as well At Clyde SS. B. So let's hear from you And uh, it'll be good fun Between now and 8 o'clock Hopefully plenty of lively debate On the show last night Always the same When it gets to Awards season And um, It's a An exciting end to the season As you say Mark it, It's slightly quieter This week Than otherwise would be Because you expect Celtic or Rangers To be in the cup semi-final But good on the other teams For getting there It's a chance for one of them um, to, to go on and do it and that brings its own pressure, doesn't it? Because you, you know all four of them, the four fan bases will fancy it. They'll, they'll, they'll all think they can win it. Yeah, well, they certainly they certainly can. I mean, I've been, uh, when I was a player, I've been in uh, a, a similar position. When I was at Dundee United, um, uh, you know, before, I, I've played Hibs in a semi-final at Hamden before. Um, I remember when it was St. John's in Aberdeen and one semi-final when I was at Dundee United second time round, albeit we had Rangers. But, uh, you know, when you've got... Um, Celtic and Rangers out the tournament it's a real chance it brings its pressure you forget league business league business goes out the window everyone looking at that would go Hibs are the favourites but we've seen in previous semi-finals that Hibs have fell by the wayside you know two defeats in semi-finals this year and St Johnson seem to be the cup experts this year so you wouldn't count any of them out I mentioned Jim Goodwin the St Mirren side but knowing the League Cup they dealt with Rangers and have had a very good run in the Scottish Cup uh, and Dundee United who would have thought they would have went to Pataudry a couple of weeks ago and won 3-0 so every one of those managers will be dreaming of lifting the cup on the 22nd of May because um, they're all in with a, a decent chance and who could call it? Yeah, um, it is. I think Mark's right. I think everyone will fancy their chances. Um, the supporters of each club will be very excited. 
there's nothing worse the the biggest hurdles the semi final Gordon you know you're so close to that final it's not losing it's not great losing a final been there but you accept it you accept the fact you got there in the last mm-hmm. day you were a part of it um you know you can take the heart but the semi finals the real one that the players that's where the biggest hurt mm-hmm. is because they can see that you know, they can see that last game, 20 seconds, we know there's not going to be any crowd in, but it's still the Scottish Cup final. Right, 0141-951-1025. That is the number you need. Let's start with this. James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Stephen Davis, or Alan McGregor. Who would be your player of the year? Those are the four that have made the shortlist for the Football Writers Player of the Year. Remember, we do have a couple of awards up here. The PFA Scotland list is still to follow, I think, next week, Fraser said. But in terms of the football writers, the top four, Tavernier, Goldson, Davis, McGregor. Who should win? You need to pick one. Don't come on here and give it, oh, they've all been good, they're all worthy winners, we're not interested in that. We're looking for you to stick your neck on the line and tell us who out of them is the winner for you this season. If you think there's anyone else out there who's unfortunate to, to miss the list, then I'd be delighted to hear those suggestions as well. 0141-951-1025. Out of Tavernier, Goldson, Davis and McGregor, who should win that player of the year and why? And is there anyone out there who is unfortunate to be missing from the list? Pick up the phone right now. Let us know what you make of it. Right, I want a name. You can assess the, we'll assess all the candidates as the show goes on. But if you had to pick one of those four. James Tavernier for me. Um, I've, I've said that throughout the season. I thought he was a standout right player. Back, so. Right back club, Gordon. You know what? I'm, I, I'm pretty pleased to see... Um, McGregor Tavernier Goldson as a, a defensive unit on there because quite often in these awards and awards throughout the world it's always the strikers point. that get recognised but uh, when Rangers have been good this year going forward and have scored plenty of goals but at the back they have been watertight and that sometimes doesn't get recognised so I think it's only fitting that three of them are on there for their <laughs> What they've done at the back for Rangers no, But Tavernier When you look at his season I think defensively He's improved um, From a couple of years ago Where I, I've been One of his biggest critics On the show Saying defensively How poor he was He's definitely improved But going forward Everybody knows What he brings In terms of assists But his goals it, And 17 of them Came before um, The end of December Now when you look at that uh, And you look at Your strikers Morelos had only scored, I think, half a dozen up until then. Roof had chipped in with about 12, right enough. But that was a huge part of winning games for Rangers. And that's from your right back. Goldson also in that period as well scored goals. But Tavernier, those goals at that period were crucial. And I think that's why... I know he's been injured and out the team at the tail end of the season, but I don't think you can forget the good work he done from August to about December. Very tight for me between... Uh, Tavernier And I was big Tavernier fan And I was going for him All the way Gordon Until what? I changed my mind Why? Because um, I've just I sat by I had to think about Rangers season uh, You know The players And What they've achieved And People that have been So important to What they've achieved And I'm sure they four Are right up there But I think Connor Golson Has been Ooh, Outstanding okay. So you, that so you were Tavernier and you've uh, changed yeah, to goals Yeah, okay. uh, and, and look, if Tavernier wins it, I'll be delighted for him As in Davis McGregor, they've had great seasons I just think he's been mm. I never, He's been so important to that defence As Mark was saying there about the clean sheets And he's got McGregor behind him He's scored important goals He's he's played every game I can't remember really When we've criticised him for a bad, bad game 
You know, he's just he's 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 had a standard this season for me, and he's just done it throughout the full season. Okay. So. Connor Golson and the rest very close behind. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Gordon DL says Connor Golson. Mark Wilson says James Tavernier. But what do you think? And by the way, I don't think this is only out to you Rangers fans because fans of other teams, whether you like it or not, that is the list. So, who's impressed you most out of those four guys? You've come up against them. You've seen your team. If you had to pick one of them, who would it be? And then, of course, there's a chance to stick up for someone in your team. Is there anyone that you think should be on the list? Or who is the standout player for your team? We'll take calls from all angles on this one. 01419511025. Let's kick it off with Mark in Uddingston. What do you think, Mark? Give me a name. Hi, Bano. Hi. Hi uh, me personally, I'd say Alan McGregor. You could you could argue, obviously, if we have with Tavernier with assists, goals and with clean sheets, but I just think Alan McGregor pulls off Special saves at special times To stop Rangers falling behind Okay I like that Look this just shows you um, Last night people kept phoning in and saying There's no debate I can't believe you're having this discussion And then they would throw a different name From the last guy who said there was no debate Mm -hmm. Ten minutes into the show That's three of the four names covered (laughs) off You've gone Tavernier You've gone Goldson And Mark has gone Alan McGregor So it clearly is tight What do you And inevitably when you have this discussion it's going to sound like you're going to shoot down Alan McGregor's season, or you know, you're not doing that because they're all in the top four. But why is it not Alan McGregor for you? Mark's put up a fairly good case. The four of them are very, very close, obviously. Yeah, of course, but yeah, of course. Just for instance, obviously at the weekend's game, if McGregor doesn't pull off Elinus' save, we're one 0 down. Do I mean? But two minutes later, we're one 0 up. All obviously down to the goal scorer, but obviously down to his save as well. I just think he pulls off some special saves. Yeah, no, he certainly does And uh, if I had to, you know, narrow it down My my choice out of the four It was between Tavernier and and McGregor But um, Tavernier, I mean Why he gets my vote I think scoring goals and creating Is the hardest thing in the game Now, I'm not taking anything away from Goalkeepers and defenders Because clean sheets are You know, come as a unit And I think the back four in front of McGregor Certainly helped him But he has helped him in turn With some outstanding saves Like Mark has said But I think Tavernier edges it for me Because he is a defender He's been part of the unit And he scored goals Yeah, I just think Obviously with a goalkeeper It's always a hardest position Because if Goldson makes a mistake Or if Tav makes a mistake There's always somebody else to clear up Whereas I just feel as though McGregor's not made one mistake all season just, I really actually think like this could be his best ever season at Rangers. Yeah, well, it's very hard to argue with that. Um, it is, it's a difficult one. It's just a personal choice. I'm, I'm, I can't wait till the next caller comes on and Mark says, well, if it's Davis, well, it was between Davis and <laughs> McGregor well. Davis. You know, so he'll jump the bandwagon all night. You've just got to look at the full season. I think Connor Golson has been. Stephen Gerrard just knows mm. what he's getting week in, week out. That's why. Him, first name in the team sheet He's got great players round about him Like the McGregors Like the Davis that's in there Like Tavernier who's been brilliant There's a great argument Assists, goals Connor Golson to me has been the mainstay this season So I'm going for Connor Golson I ain't changing mm. to 7 o'clock <laughs> <laughs> I mean Mark The, guy, the guys are putting their case forward They're not managing to win you over though You're pretty set Alan McGregor no, yeah, I'm going to stick with that. It's very close, as I say. It's just fighting of the team. So, I mean, you can't separate the four of them that much. But 
they've all got individual duties and I just think McGregor tips it for me Okay, nice. I don't mind that at all. Looking for people just to back it up, whatever it is. Let's hear it. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Thank you to Mark and Uddingston. Um, Brian in Hurlford. Have you got the same name as Mark or something different, Brian? What are you thinking? Uh, I'm a percent Alan McGregor. Right. Okay. So it seems he pulls off in Europe and uh, against the big teams, blue teams, and also for his age, he's thirty-nine. He's physically fit, and he never makes a mistake. It's, it's, to me. Not only the goalies Rangers have had, it's very close to being the best goalkeeper Rangers have ever had. He never makes a mistake, he's written in the game with different class, and still doing it at 39, it's unbelievable. Uh, and for the manager of the month, you, you, you can say Carl Davidson for winning the two, two cups, but you're going to say Stevie G wins the manager of the year. For Stoke Celtic, the pressure that was on that man to stop 10 in a row, no doubt in my mind, Irrespective of what Rangers fan, irrespective of that, Stevie G is the man, manager of the season. Okay, on the player one, Brian, um, and like I said, this is it's unavoidable by by trying to provide counter arguments. It makes it sound like you're talking down the other guys when, of course, you're not. They're in the top four. They've had good seasons. However, I'll try it anyway. Right, John McLaughlin play has eight clean sheets for Rangers in the league this season. John McLaughlin eight, which is which is quite a lot. Rangers also have been a very good team there was a, there was a spell where teams not only couldn't score against Rangers they couldn't actually get a shot on goal so I know that Alan McGregor has made some eye-catching saves at times has he been busy enough to be player of the year? Definitely Yeah? The, the saves against Celtic the saves against teams that have had a really spell against Rangers and McGregor goes after the save and it's not just a save it's a wonder save Against every team in the league, they've been tracking short of whatever ahead of and he's there, McGregor to stop it. I was going to I was going to agree with Brian yeah, in terms of his argument for McGregor and and Mark before McGregor in the big games has produced phenomenal saves and 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 moments that catch the eye in big games particularly against Celtic I know the European games are, are, are a bit different but in those games where he's been busy he's done his job you make a good point though Gordon a lot of the time where at home there's not been a shot and go against him it's Tavernier and, or Davis it's creating to to catch the eye but in the big ones where we're all watching McGregor's been an absolute standout but, but that I suppose then Gordon Is why you Are going Conor Goldson instead Because you're looking for that Sort of steady contribution All the way through Like you mentioned It's not often Every season There will be A handful at most Of guys Who play Every single minute mm-hmm. and, and Conor Goldson's one of them Yeah and In fact he might be the only one This year I've not checked yeah, but, but usually it's just a couple I'm not just going with the fact That he's played every game Gordon It's how you play every game And obviously he's playing well enough To keep his place Because You've had other centre-backs in there You've had Philander You've had Balogun You had Simpson at the weekend Golson's the mainstay And if you look at his performances He just you He's a manager He's a manager's dream this season You know what you're getting off him Everything about him He's been a threat set plays He's scored goals as well I, I know that You know And Matt, Matt rightly says Tavernier takes a, the The limelight Because of The free kicks Which were brilliant The assists Which was brilliant bit late because there's no centre forward there Matt's correct in that as well Usually doesn't matter how you play If you score goals You're in Oh he scored 30 goals You must be player of the year I just look at Connor Goldson's performances 
Week in week out Throughout a long hard season In the league campaign In Europe I think he's been outstanding Okay Brian thank you very much What about Colin In Wisher Colin I think we've had Already I think we've had one of each um, Are you going along with what you've heard Or are you finally throwing us a, a Stephen Davis shout Good evening panel oh. I'm going to I'm going to go with uh, Stephen Davis Oh, <laughs> Mark will be with you in a minute right just right <laughs> I, I think he's been The standout player for, for Rangers this season Is that when you see him When you, when Rangers have played without him They've done well But when, Steve is, when, when Davis comes into it He settles it down he, There's no rushing about it he's, he's, There's a calmness about him he's just, he's just, I think he's I think he's he's maturing like a fine wine He's, just, he's amazing do you think context is important as well? You know, ju- just performance is fine, but this is a guy who is 36 years of age, is it? Um, yeah, 36 yeah. years of age. He has played 57 times this season. He has, and by the way, I know this doesn't, this is not why you win the awards, but just to highlight the, the sort of level and consistency, he obviously hit the new cap record yeah. um, for a British player not so long ago, a couple of months back. Does does the context of the age and the output is that important? Well, you, you can't forget it. I mean, the the job he's he's been asked to do there. I know McGregor's thirty nine, but very little sometimes for McGregor to do in games. But Steam Dave's thirty six, and he's charging about the pitch for ninety minutes in so many games. I mean, I'm the same age as him. I struggle to play two you, games of five a side. You, you, a week. Do, you don't even charge to the coffee exactly. Machine, so it puts it into context in that respect. What well, he's he never lets Rangers down He's he's always a, a 7 out of 10 or above You would say um, Didn't add many goals to his game This year I think he's only got a couple But one yeah, comes against Celtic uh, An important one But I think for me Stephen Davis is unlucky That he's got the other three ahead of him mm. Who have, have just maybe You know outshone him at crucial times in the state uh, in the season, but there's no doubt about it. He's been uh, an outstanding performer all season in the middle of the middle of the part for Rangers. Do you sometimes do you notice that Colin when he's not there? If you know if he's given an, a rare rest from the start or whatever, is that when you really notice his impact as well? You, you notice it. You notice it with, with the impact when he's not playing. Says that, albeit Rangers are playing well uh, without him as well. Says that, but when he comes on, it just like there's a calmness about it. it says. He's just that There's a lot of My friend keeps saying Says Scott Brown Scott Brown I says You look at Steve Davis I says I says They're the same age I says They're just They're just There's, there's something About when we see Tav going forward Says It's either uh, Davis that goes into the back Or Or When you see Barisic going forward It's either Kamara So I've always got that That covered as well So they're always there yeah, Gordon, I, I, think, I think he's outstanding. I think obviously when you when you do hit a certain age, sometimes you have to adapt and become a little bit less energetic. But I know a lot of people were watching the game we were at the weekend when all of a sudden Stephen Davis puts on that forty the, yeah, fifty yard burst to get back and pr- pr- a really crucial tackle on Odson Edward at a time where Celtic looked quite threatening. So you know it didn't really look like the legs were going then, and the the, the number of games certainly doesn't suggest. Yeah, and a couple of weeks prior to that, he's in the box doing overhead kicks. Gordon, uh, I'm not going with the age thing nowadays. If you're good enough, you're old enough. My opinion. Um, I just think that these guys look after themselves. They're athletes. Shown by Davis, it's all about his ability, um, and he's not dropped his levels. Everybody talks about how terrific a professional is as well. Mm. So, look, 
I keep going, we'll go on all night about this. It will be personal. It'll be interesting to see who wins it. Whoever wins it mm. certainly deserves it. You can't argue against it. Oh, oh, but plenty will. There is plenty of argument to be had. Thank you, Colin and Wishaw. It only took us the first part of the show, and we've had one for each. Tavernier, Goldson, Davis, McGregor. Who is your standout? Who Who is unlucky to be on the list? Are there names out there that you think... Are unfortunate not to be included Who who would be 5th and 6th Are there any players from Any other teams Apart from Rangers That you think are worth discussing Please get your suggestions in And we'll speak to you after these You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 Good debate raging about Tavernier, Goldson, Davis, McGregor they are on the shortlist for the Scottish Football Writers Player of the Year. Who should win it for you? And are there any names that you think are close? Who's been unfortunate to miss out? Is it all Rangers players? Who's been the best player out with Rangers? All the usual discussions for this time of the year. Get them in. We are on Twitter as well. Uh, Ali Morrison, Tavernier pips it for me because of his contribution all over the pitch. Not to mention the extent of his improvement. Goals, assists, solid at right back, leader, title winning captain. And I like this from Christopher because it's always good to get... You know the the other mm. side of it Christopher says I'm a Celtic fan But it would be Goldson for me Because if he missed out injured He's the man they couldn't do without According to Christopher Which is quite a good way of putting it But I can also imagine people saying No Alan McGregor's the one they couldn't do without Or actually Stephen Davis is the one That doesn't play yeah. like any of the other, the other midfielders So It's not a bad problem for Cardiff, If you're Stephen Gerrard uh, If you, you see the line up for player of the year And four of your mm. team are, are in there And four Important players You say it's the first mm. time It's I think so for this award yeah. Been done yeah So that, that tells you how Extraordinary a season Rangers have had domestically So Is there anyone Unlucky to not be on the list? No 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 You could, There's nobody there To touch the, the four of them Right okay um, I'll word that slightly differently Is Who would If you scratch down a little bit further then who gets an honourable mention from if, other clubs? Yeah, if you're doing the top top eight, maybe people like Boyle at Hibs, Nisbet at Hibs is a, a real good season. We said but bottom six last week, Jamie McGrath and guys like yeah, that. Yeah, guys like that. Right. I, I mean, I know he's on the list for uh, for young player of the year, but Turnbull, I know Celtic have been mm-hmm. poor this season, but he has been a standout and he's put himself in the running to perhaps go to the Euros. So if you're looking for somebody to pick from... Um, uh, from Celtic him um, but with Daz the, the, a few of the Hibs boys I think Boyle has been a, a standout uh, particular but none of them have been good enough to, to get anywhere near um, the four that's on the list OK 01419511025 what about Martin in Stuart and what's your point tonight Martin? Hi there panel hi guys hi. Mark Gordon hi, how you doing? all good thank you are you well? good uh, I'm fine, I'm fine, just uh, this debate is uh, quite interesting actually to be fair because I was just saying to the producer there, my player of the year uh, out of the four would be uh, Alan McGregor, you know, just again going back to what you know previous callers have said and what you've been saying as well, you know, the, the saves at, at crucial times, it's crucial saves in Europe, you know, as well as domestically in cups as well, so he's for me, you know, probably one of the best goalkeepers I've seen at Ibrooks. And I voted my all-time greatest Rangers player as Andy Gorham back in the day because of the saves that he made at crucial, important times of the games. So would you put would you put an emphasis on that, Martin, then, in terms of key moments within a season rather than, you know, Gordon's argument for Conor Goldson, for instance, is, you know, played every minute, played every game. You're talking about these kind of key moments. That is that what stands out for you when you're, when you're having this type of thought? Moments, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, big moments when you when you when you need a save, you know, when you, when you the, the goal was it's going to be a goal, you know, in Europe that save that everybody was talking about, you know, dive to his left and just caught it, it just grabbed it with one hand and that just point that just proves a point of how how agile he is at thirty nine. I know we were talking about him, you know, he looks after himself, he trains well, you know, he's he's not, you know, like back in the olden days when the players got a drink, he's not like that. He trains well, keeps himself fit. And that's how he can, you know, pull all these great saves week in, week out. Uh, I was saying to the producer, if I was picking another one, and no disrespect to the other teams in the Premier League, but I can't see anybody outside a Rangers squad. And I, I said, Glenn Kamara, if I was maybe picking another one. The boy's been, again, fantastic this season. You know, he, he does a lot of the, the hard work, you know, that gets missed. And, you know, and, uh, you know, the plaudits, you know, he does a lot of hard work and he doesn't get a lot of credit as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I agree with that. I do think he deserves a mention. Um, Kamara, I think he he's another one that's been excellent this year. Um, in terms of McGregor, look, you can't argue with Martin's point. I made it a few minutes ago that in the big games, and particularly against Celtic, because that's the one that you're more than likely to come under the most pressure. Your backline's going to come under pressure. And teams like Celtic, even if they have been poor, they will create chances. Celtic have shown on a number of occasions that they went to Ibrox and created numerous chances but they could not find a way past McGregor and the one on Sunday just highlighted that how the game swings on such a crucial mm. save when he tips Elianusi's shot onto the bar you know if that goes in who knows it could have been different and that's the moments that the Rangers fans it, it sticks in their head with him that although he doesn't get the plaudits for scoring the goals they see him as a as a way that they've won that game because it, the one for Griffiths You know Numerous ones for Edward As well Have been outstanding And you could You know Probably say that Those things Swung the game In Rangers favour And knocked the stuffing Out of Celtic At crucial moments In the match Now it's hard to separate This in your head Gordon We're not We're not casting the votes We're just having a no. A gentle discussion about it I, I wonder though about The impact of Europe And whether that That won't really be a consideration or, or it shouldn't be I'm going, thinking back to last night When we were talking about the managers People were saying I mean look at what Stephen Gerrard's done in Europe But Callum Davidson's not in Europe David Martindale's not in Europe mm-hmm. And Stevie Clark's with Scotland manager So it's a bit unfair to use Europe as One of the, the criteria if you mm-hmm. like When the rest of them aren't in it And I would then be inclined to use that same argument here The only problem being They're all Rangers players It's like Rangers own <laughs> Own little award this season So maybe it Maybe it is natural that people would draw on what Alan McGregor's done in Europe, but I'm not. I don't know. For the purposes of this award, should you really consider that? Um, well, that's up to sports writers. I wouldn't particularly because I think you've got a, a fair point there. But people do remember because that they're the big games, they're important games. You know that that's what Rangers want to do. They want to keep uh, doing very well in Europe, and they need a f- fantastic goalkeeper. I think that. Supporters now look at McGregor as one of the greatest ever Rangers goalkeepers, and I think that's fantastic for him. He has had a great season, Gordon. He has he, he has produced the big moments, I, I, but that's expected for me for Alan McGregor. I think you know he's mm. got that in his locker all day long. But I just look at the bigger picture and the fact that most of the time, you know, you've got to depend on the guys out in front of you, and I think they've been terrific. And I do think, and I keep going back to goals, how he's improved as a player as well. And we were talk, talking about it, the diagonal passes to Barrett, is coming out of defence. Um, it's very hard. I, as I mm. keep saying, we'll make great cases for everyone there. But so far, I'm sticking with goals, but we're not the end to show you. Martin, who is the one... <laughs> 
I don't know if this is the same question, Martin. I don't know if this leads you to the same answer or not. Maybe I'm moving the goalposts. Who's the one out of the four that Rangers couldn't do without? If one of them had to miss a big game through injury, what would be the most damaging absentee? I think you. I think there's a toss between between two actually at the back. You know, McGregor and Golson. Golson again going back to you know people that's, that's you know say Golson like I'm saying Golson is his player of the year because it has he's you know he's in there he's played every minute you know he's played between he's played beside different centre halves you know Balogun Halanda you know Simpson again at the weekend he's played beside and he's his game's not changed in any shape or form you know he's he's still. You know, clears the ball, tackles. You know, doesn't change who he's playing beside. And McGregor again because of the saves. Those two, you know, as I said, I picked between the two who who would be missing most. But I always kind of fear sometimes when we don't have McGregor in the in the, in the team. No disrespect to John McLaughlin because I think he's a decent keeper, but I don't think he's as good as Alan McGregor. And if it was McLaughlin playing in a Celtic game or a big European game, I'd maybe go. There might be a chance for another team here because. He's not as good as McGregor But again no, I don't want to bring the, the lad down Because he's a good keeper He's a decent keeper Just to put you right on the spot Martin Is there any opposition player That's caught your eye this season? Uh, well, the, the couple of boys at Hibs You know uh, Doys and, and Boyle You know There's some really good players uh, At other teams I think it's just It's just un, you know unfair on them That because Rangers have played so well And you know And the team is you know, you could give it, you could give it a team of the season. You know, to, you know, never mind a, a player of the year award. You can give it all. The Rangers players, they've all chipped in and they've all done really, really well. Uh, but I think the boys at Hibs have done really well again. But it's just a shame that you know they've, they've not got in there because these four have been much better. I'd like to have seen maybe another person in that, you know, in the mix there mm-hmm. to see how it'd go. But fair, I think. It, it would go to a Rangers player anyway if there was another one in there. It'd be interesting to see how the the PFA list compares because that'll be yeah. next. I think next week, and the obvious difference being that's voted for by the by players, the, players. the guys who who come up against them. Would you expect a, a largely similar? I would look? think so. I would uh, Did you ever vote for a Rangers player, Mark. Did I ever vote for a Rangers player? Cause no, because I think we were we were uh, no. I can't remember when I played who who would have won the. The the award then, but I'm pretty sure I would have if if they were worthy of it. Um, but I think it'll be a similar list. Uh, the PFA one, the interesting one, will be the team of the year because you get to vote for your your team of the year as well. I was lucky enough to be in it one year, but when when Martin just says there about the team of the year being all Rangers, how many times were you in it? I don't know, none. none. Well, uh, I'm I, laughing at Mark then. Exactly. I won the lower one twice. I think three twice. Okay. It should have been three times But that. I didn't turn up for it I could get that just now No right okay uh, <laughs> no, But when Martin says the, the Rangers team Because when you look at it 1 to 11 And you're having to put your vote Or put together an argument For who should be the goalkeeper Right back left back, That Rangers 1 to 11 It's got a pretty strong argument For 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 going through the, the whole lot um, You know maybe one or two In their midfield area Or maybe a forward area May change but does, does it naturally set in as well Where you think Rightly or wrongly Well I'm going to I'm, I'm going to vote for other teams At some point You know might 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 Josh Doig be the left back in team of the year as opposed to Borna Barisic? He might be because he has been, yeah, he has been outstanding. Uh, the young lad, um, I, I guess Barisic would look at that and feel like he's he's pretty yeah, hard that's done the thing. by. Yeah. I'm not saying that would be a landslide, you know, or necessarily 
Right but it's I reckon there'll be one or two Maybe changed in there But um, No doubt about it The the majority will be that Rangers side And I don't think The, the four there Is on the sports writers list Will be much different When it comes to the PFA list mm, Okay uh, Let's see what John and Paisley thinks Go on John Give us the Give us the decisive say Mark can I ask you a question <laughs> Now you played second best At quite a lot of Rangers did you ever vote for a Rangers player? I've just asked him the question John, can I ask you a question when you listen to the show? Were you listening to the show two seconds ago when, when Dad said, asked me? And he said he couldn't remember I said, did you ever vote for a Rangers player when you played second best? He asked this question two minutes ago, John And he said he couldn't remember Incidentally, Stephen Davis won Player of the Year the nine ten season You would have been playing Would you have voted for him? I possibly would have then, yeah you can't even remember. I can't John, remember, but listen, the, the Stephen Davis. Yeah, I, I remember he was he, he was particularly good that season. He does. Yeah. You can ask me in. You want John? You said Golson, right? Right. If they were that good. Why are you even speaking about Al McGregor? Well, nobody's that good uh, that the goalie <laughs> never has to make a save, John. What are you expecting? <laughs> the saves that McGregor made, right? And I'm a Rangers man. He wouldn't have had to pull out the saves that he pulled out The top class saves The people, you said the people in front of him are that good Why was he pulling out top class saves Week in and week out The Hamilton game The Kep was in, Kep was in the game The Celtic games That's the reason why Alan McGregor's getting spoke about Because at the times That they won the He was stepping up to the mark Right, I didn't I didn't knock Alan McGregor. I said that the four of them have got a terrific case. I had to pick one and I picked it I picked Connor Golson and I gave my opinions. Obviously you disagree with that. I look at I look at that uh, question well, I listened to that question that was asked a couple of minutes ago. What player, if you were a manager, if if I was taking the Rangers team, would I I look at it and think I don't want to uh, miss him out in a in a, in a game, I would go for Golson. and I'll tell you why. Tavernier has been replaced with Patterson McLaughlin's went in there for McGregor And has had eight clean sheets And looked a very capable goalkeeper indeed And Davis You look at the, 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 the riches that Rangers have got in the middle of the park So that's basically I've went for Golson John obviously for Paisley doesn't agree But that ain't a surprise um, How's it not a surprise? Because I don't think you'd agree with me John So just to be clear John you're holding it against Conor Goldson and James Tavernier that Alan McGregor has had to pull off these saves that he's made. Hold it, you're, t- you're taking that the wrong way. I'm not holding it against them. I'm just proving a the point. You're looking for a player of the year that you, you, they were good at times, but there's times at games when McGregor, look, seen Sunday, mm-hmm. Ellen Ussie cracked a cracker and he talked to I could be one nine. Yeah, but that's my point. It was Connor Goldson somehow supposed to stop Elianusi shooting from twenty-five yards? He should actually go forward and block it. Like so, what's the point, what, John? What's the point of giving the goalie gloves if he's never got to use them? The point is, what he's, uh, he's using them, but yeah, yeah, that's class. his job. He's a goalkeeper. Right, I think we'll leave it there. This is—I didn't expect that logic, <laughs> but that's what we're here for. I don't mind that, John. It was a pleasure, John Paisley. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Great time to call. You could be up next. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here It's 0141-951-1025 To join the guys on the show I must admit, Mark Wilson and I, 
that this just shows, right? I, I'm a team player. I I don't mind being on the receiving end of the jokes as well, because mm-hmm. I, I could have got away with not bringing this up. But 46 minutes in, I thought you'd have noticed by now. What what's happened? What have you not oh, noticed? Oh, don't sh- hey. Listen well, this is Believe me This is worse for me Than it is Did, for you Have you seen his vision In football And you're thinking He's got to notice What's going on here I've not noticed anything Right you know how we always Talk about Gordon Coming in here dressed Like a frustrated PE teacher Yeah Look at Duncan and DL <laughs> <laughs> Father Father and son Exactly No way You've got the same job It's <laughs> the exact same It's the exact same I'm absolutely we heartbroken like a... Oh my god I'm absolutely <laughs> heartbroken Like genuinely Like where, uh, can you right. Not, uh, it's ex- right. Well, I'll tell you the story. I, I, right? That can't be one of your expensive jumpers. No, not, no that's way the point. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this is God. Shut up, you. This is the point. Right? I'm, I won't advertise the place because other shops are available. But you know, du- starts with Hugo. You know, you know during the <laughs> sure. so see, during lockdown, no no shops are open. Obviously, yeah. and like an hour's notice, I needed a specific grey jump. I that's needed a supermarket it. jumper. Is it? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, well, it's a different one for me. Specifically needed it there and then. I thought, right, and then, and then he's turned up with the same. Oh, that's I, you know what I would do the rest of the show topless. I, I wouldn't want associated. This, I uh, associated with him in any way. We're having a vote tonight. See who suits it, uh, who's player of the year. Who suits it better? Well, let's be honest. You've matched it with what can only be described <laughs> as, a, <laughs> as a salmon coloured polo shirt underneath. I think so it brings a colour. I think we know the winner. Anyway, <laughs> absolutely disgusting. I don't believe. I, know. I, didn't I don't notice believe that. you didn't notice that. Because oh. that says to him, "No, you take yours off." You take your, your, <laughs> Uh, tell me, tell me you've got a better bottom half on than this guy <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> I do not know what this guy's got in his legs and feet Guaranteed <laughs> Oh they're top of the and, range And you know, what's, you know what's good as well When he had his feet up on the desk I, I can't glimpse his white socks He's got, he's got black, black jogging bottoms Black trainers and a pair of white sports oh, socks on That's like the number one rule You can't oh, go black trousers, black shoes and white socks No I was like <laughs> 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 TV. I We're don't a grey jumper and a salmon pole I never shirt. get dressed up I've been running about Trying to organise New furniture and everything And I was under severe pressure Because I looked in my new mirror And it broke right Tells you that a bit of ugliness Happening here <laughs> And I had to run back to the shop Before it shut To get what's my new got, mirror What's that got to do with So I just threw It was just a make up right, okay. Sort of a that's fine. Tuxedo sitting there waiting for right. Saturday. Oh, we're on radio. You get away with it. Stuart <laughs> is in canvas Lang. Bring some sense back to this night, Stuart. What's your point tonight? Good evening, Mark. Good evening, Gordon. Hello. Is the jumper that bad? Is it really that bad? No, that's Beautiful. the thing, Stuart. It's fine. Do you know what? It's a really inoffensive grey jumper. It's just you don't want to wear the same as this guy. That's when you know you've you've made bad decisions. <laughs> my, my point is like to be, I'm just a Celtic fan, and I'm I'm concerned about the lack of young players that's coming through the ranks, really. Um, the only young boy that's come through really recently is your boy Welsh. Um, I just don't know what, the, what do you think the problem is, guys. That young boys are not coming through mm. through the ranks. It's quite concerning, I think. I, I think you're right, Stuart. Um, well, first of all, I think it's incredibly difficult to break into a, a Celtic side anyway if you're a young player. I think you have to be exceptional. But I think when you look through decades, there's always been groups who have came through and maybe had to sit on the bench, but then forced their way into becoming regulars. Sure's right, when you're looking at it in the face at this season, Welsh has came through, um, maybe through necessity because Duffy was doing that bad, but he's yeah. he's been steady. Um, guys like Ralston who have came through but then have spent large yeah. periods of their career out on loan 
uh, And then sitting the bench He never looks like he's going to play Dembele is a big one Who everyone thought um, Was going to be a star Doesn't seem to play yeah. uh, Of course you've got Mikey Johnson Who you would argue Would play uh, Probably he If he wasn't injured But There doesn't seem to be A large group coming through I mean Gordon Over I don't know over, over the piece right In that era The the success And the, the trophies And then of course The money That Celtic have got from Forrest, McGregor, Tierney Most clubs would Probably t- take that You know they, They'd mm-hmm. settle for that over, over that period It's when you get to The last couple of years You know Since since Tierney's been and gone Who since then that That's probably What Stuart's coming from Overall clearly it's, You know it, it, There have been success stories But recently it's highlighted this season because see if Celtic had been top of the league, nobody would be asking this question. Um, because well, the league, to be fair, I think no, some, no, 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 Gordon, largely you're right, but some people just yeah. still like to know what, got, what's but, coming through. But my point is the the big problem is, and it's been highlighted because of there've been a lot of, as Mark uses the phrase, and I don't like it, as dead rubber games, right? Now that was a perfect opportunity that most fans thought get the young kids in, see what they can do. But I totally understand the other side that John Kennedy was trying everything he possibly could to cement the Celtic job. So I don't blame him whatsoever. But the the the, the modern day game now is you've got that, for me you've got to be exceptional because clubs like even Rangers Celtic they bring these players in, they look to sell them on to English clubs. You get the odd ones like Rangers, for instance. People say, "Well, how many Rangers brought through?" Young Patterson's ready, and there. it's the first one in ages, isn't it? Because we used to get Alex Ray was always banging the drum yeah. on here, saying that that, that they, they've been lacking. McGinley went to Chelsea as well, young boy. Who's that? McGinley, sorry, is it McGinley the boy who went to Chelsea for Rangers? Oh no, Billy Gilmore. Gilmore. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gilmore. Sorry, sorry, Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do believe Gordon that. Especially at Celtic, it'll be interesting to see over the next two games what their 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 team lineups are. Who who are the ones that you thought you would see more of this season, Stuart? Is it, I mean, Mikey Johnson's been injured, so maybe that's a bit unfair. But Mikey Johnson, Karamoko Dembele, are those the ones that you thought you would see more of this campaign? Dembele, the young boy Dembele, I was looking forward to seeing him, um, but I don't know what's going wrong. Why is he not getting stuck into the team? You know. Oh yeah, I mean that's going to raise its head at some point in the next couple of weeks. You would imagine, Mark. You know, is there is there a departure coming? Uh, you know, uh, I says a, a few weeks ago that you know I spoke previously that we'd heard that Karamoko Dembele was maybe not favouring to to stay, but I think there was still time to persuade him. <laughs> I, I think the best way of persuading him was to play him and give him um, some game time in the first team um, because he, he has to play some time. Now I know he's. He's still a young lad But Any young lad will tell you They want first team experience Whether that Be To, to go on loan At uh, Another team In or, this league Or playing a Colt team In the Lowland League We'll maybe get to that later on mm, Yeah I don't I, I think the next two games Is massive for that young lad He's got to What difference is two games Going to no, make because, Even if he plays because he, You know But he might If he doesn't If you don't see him You think right That's it End of story I look at Ralston as well when I seen Ralston at first, John, um, John Corden, I thought <laughs> John, <laughs> John, 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 John Kennedy, John Lennon, the other night there. Uh, Gordon, when I seen him at first, I thought, yeah, uh, potentially be a real good player. If he can't get in the team now, when the other right back, John Joe Kenny, is so bad, and the Celtic fans are criticising him, and he can't even get a game when there's nothing really at stake, then you think his. 
future is elsewhere unless something dramatic happens, new manager comes in, likes him, and then they carry on from there. But I think that John over the next two games will probably lean towards a bit more uh, youth to see what they can do. Well, maybe this feeds into the discussion we'll have in the second hour about the Lowland League and Colts teams and all the rest of it. So if you've got any thoughts... Uh, get them in Stuart We're about to finish The first hour of the show And it's I know it wasn't Your initial point But it's all been about This player of the year Shortlist James Tavernier Connor Goldson Stephen Davis Alan McGregor I wonder as a Celtic fan If you had to pick One of them Who would it be? Connor Goldson yes. I think he's been solid For Rangers I think he's a rocky Defence at Rangers He's just been solid You know I don't think he's missed Many games I think he's played None. Most games He's played them all Yeah well I mean that, I think that's just All for me anyway well. I like that yep, It was good to hear the, the opposition perspective You think the same as Gordon DL But I'm wearing the same jumper So I, I wasn't going <laughs> to Criticise you too much For that Stuart and Canvas Lang Thank you very much Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Okay Beat the Pundit time Only a couple of weeks left Of the Beat the Pundit season So your chance to really make a mark Ruin these guys position in the table Because it's all still to play for 01419511025 You do need to get your call in before 7 o'clock So be quick Your chance to beat the pundit is next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 If you want to pick up the phone We would love to have you The first hour a lively debate I think you would say About that Football Writers Player of the Year Shortlist Tavernier Goldson Davis McGregor Who should win out of them Who <coughs> has been unfortunate To miss out on the list Who are the, the other guys From other clubs That deserve a mention If you have any thoughts on them Keep them coming in Four St Johnston players Will miss the semi-final Due to two positive Covid tests And uh, Rangers and Celtic Could be set for Colt teams In the Lowland League for next season What would you make of that 01419511025 Get your calls in Now's a good time to do so And we could be speaking to you After we do this Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football It is Beat the Pundit time There's always an air of <laughs> Unpredictability About Beat the Pundit On a Thursday night Did you You played on Tuesday? No? I Roger played, Hanna <coughs> Roger played I played last Thursday But I'm in the promotion He's in the relegation playoffs Right okay Let's bring in Daryl In Cumbernauld How's it going Daryl? Uh, not too bad mate How we doing? Not bad at all Who's worse out of these two Would you say? Um, probably Gordon To be honest with you So it's a, I think I'm going to push Into a relegation zone here <laughs> No promotion mate You got it on I will. Wilson we'll is in the relegation I'd, zone I, I've, I've really loved I've loved Black Arthur's work Keeping a note of the scores well, This year Because you know why Where right? is he? He's disappeared because When that start winning I'll be honest I, th- I think Mark I think Mark Is a better beat the pundit No no hold on no, hold no, no, Let me finish I've already did that wrong I think Mark has Greater football general knowledge Than you do Yes However he crumbles under the pressure On Beat the Pundit I also, don't Also correct <laughs> His bottle goes His bottle crashes I crash sometimes as well No listen We've done the lockdown quizzes And he absolutely battered you yeah, Every but, single time oh, Every time That's just for the listeners Do you know what I was thinking you know, it's actually entertainment What we got Two Thursdays left of the season We're not doing one We're not doing another things. one no. another one no. aye, aye, That's good The last Thursday of the season <laughs> Producer Callum We get the thumbs up on that Right, where is this Give Black Arthur when I need him? There's no table. Right, anyway. I think it was him that called off no, my medal on no, Wednesday. He sent the, uh, no, he sent the table the other night. Right. No, you're fine. I'm, I'm up there. Heads, it's Mark. Tails, it's Gordon. 
and it's tails. It's you again. Come I'm on, afraid. right? Gordon up against Daryl. So I'm going to okay. give you some Clyde two to listen to. Right, thirty <laughs> seconds, Daryl. Answer as many questions right as you can. If you do not know it, you pass quickly and you move on. Okay. No problem at all. Right, let's go. Thirty seconds starting. No. Name any South American player to have played in the Scottish Premiership this season. Uh, Alfredo Morelos. Who is the current Morton manager? Uh, pass. How many Scottish teams has Lee Griffiths played for? Two. Name a club team that Pelly played for. Santos. Who did Craig Bellamy join Celtic on loan from? Uh, Liverpool. Who's the only team Paul Hartley's managed in the top flight in Scotland? Uh, Dundee. And name any top flight team in Scotland with a football on their club crest. Um, um, okay, I don't know. <laughs> let's let's bring back Gordon. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can. Great. Same set of questions to you. Very hard tonight. Yep. He's not falling for it, is he? No, no, uh, I won't be. A few yeah, tricky yeah, ones I've seen, seen his face, right? Okay. Right, thirty seconds starting <clears throat> now. Name any South American player to have played in the Scottish Premiership this season. South American. Huh. Uh, Morelos. Who's the manager of Morton? Uh, Madge Gus McPherson <laughs> How many Scottish teams Has Lee Griffiths played for? Scottish teams Three name Four a, Name a club team That <laughs> Pele played for Santos Who did Craig Bellamy Join Celtic from on loan? Newcastle Who is the only Club uh, The team that Paul Hartley's managed In the Scottish top flight? Uh, that would be Dundee Okay Okay What do you think Darrell? Um, uh, I, don't, I hate to say it But I'm Quietly confident Oh, I think I hope, I hope I don't know I'll tell you what See if you lose Hang up quickly Right uh, That's a big tip for the night He's going to We got a few of the same answers And I heard them um, I think Mark was questioning the, the three teams That Lee Griffiths played for so. That was four Name any uh, South American player To have played in the Scottish Premiership Alfredo Morelos Diego Laxalt Adrian Sporla So well done You both went Morelos How much did that question panic you? I did Anything to do with countries Continents <laughs> But you, you kept your nerve Well done yeah. Even you couldn't get that wrong The manager of Morton Is Gus McPherson Gordon goes 2-1 in front How many Scottish teams Has four. Lee Griffiths played for Livingston Dundee, Dundee Hibs, Hibs Celtic, Celtic. Four. None of you got it Gordon stays in front Name a club team That Pelly played for He had the choice of Santos or New York Cosmos um, So still Gordon with a one goal lead Who did Craig Bellamy Join Celtic from on loan it was Newcastle. It's a great show for you. Show I don't think me, you'd get that. How, how many questions are left? Daryl didn't get it. He said oh, Liverpool. Darryl, oh. Darryl's very confident. Oh, quietly confident. Uh, quiet, quietly confident. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's silence is golden now, Daryl. Uh, I'm heartbroken, Daryl, because Craig Bellamy played for a lot. He played for a lot of teams, and I can't oh, believe he got that right. Now, you both knew. That Paul Hartley had managed Dundee Daryl your T's out Where did he go the, Listen I, I got three right I'm happy with that I'll take that Oh no 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 Daryl You were thinking you were getting a ball Hold oh, on Daryl got three more questions I don't in. care if Daryl got He's gone like He got one more He got one more And this is when you know Deal back that this, this is what you know This is when you know That um, your luck's not in Daryl Name any top flight team in Scotland With a football on their club, club crest There are five of them you had a 5 in 12 chance And you went for St Mirren And they're not one of them <laughs> Aberdeen, oh, Kilmarnock, Hibs, Motherwell Or Rangers So I think mm. is that a 5-3 win How's the confidence Dale? now Darrell? It's out of windy for it Ali Thanks for getting me back on anyway oh, oh, I mean, It was a pleasure Keep coming back Darrell <laughs> Keep coming 
he's the worst guy to lose, doesn't he? No, but it's no. the worst. No. Hold worst thing saying quietly confident. Daryl comes on quietly yeah. confident. Oh, DL, I'd rather play DL. <laughs> Skipped in the backside. On you go, Daryl. Quietly confident. <laughs> oh, get Black Arthur on now. DL's pushing for promotion. It's not all a debate about. Player of the Year on Twitter Curious Creatures has been on And he says Some things in life cannot be helped Because life's not always fair Like waving to a stranger Or falling off a chair But then you go to work tonight And bump into DL You're dressed like The wee grey jumper twins The shame of Motherwell (laughs) (laughs) Very good And here's one I didn't expect From JC who says The Tim Hortons drive through guy In Motherwell Sounds exactly like you Gordon I was half expecting A wee Fitba question Or Shug to be whipping up The ice lattes Funny you mention it JC Because that that was, that was the day. drive through in question that Gordon DL got. Was yeah. it? Yeah. That was, oh, I didn't think you'd be up market enough to go to. Hey, one ninety nine for a breakfast meal, bro. Oh, that's uh, why other, you're there. Other drive throughs are available. Yeah, I that, gave that, was the, that was where <laughs> that was where he got exposed as having never been through the drive through before. Oh. He didn't stop at the speaker and he turned up at the window and the guy was just looking at him like, what's going on? And he had, he had to go back round. So. No, I can on. confirm I do not work there. Move on. This yeah. is my only joke. Yeah, learn something every day, does. Exactly <laughs> yeah, Have you been back yet? No 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 I'll never get back there Right 01419511025 On the phones If you've got your player of the year shouts Keep them coming in What about this uh, Lowland league Colt teams for Rangers and Celtic business? What do you make of that? Does that sound like a good idea to you? Can you see any Downsides? What are the pros? What are the cons? Give us a shout And let us know um, What about some of the other big news stories from today? St Johnson, four players will miss their Scottish Cup semi-final following two positive Covid tests. Now, two players did test positive, so another two having to self-isolate due to government guidelines. The League Cup holders, of course, taking on St Mirren at Hamden on Sunday as they aim for what would be an unbelievable domestic double. Firstly, it goes without saying, two positive tests. We hope the guys involved are fine and and well. That should always be the priority. Naturally, there is the, the football discussion. We don't know... I don't think that the identity of the four guys, but whoever they are, that's not ideal preparation in a footballing sense no. for a cup semi final. Yeah, um, especially a club like St Johnson, who you know don't carry a huge squad as it is, and you know they rely on everyone, uh, especially when it gets to this stage of the season, especially for such a big game. We don't know who the players are yet, so uh, you know it might have been um, a couple who may have sat on the bench. It could be four starters. You never know. It could be four guys who who started the game against Rangers who would have been starters come the weekend. So it's a huge blow for Callum Davidson. He could do without it, and it's going to be a real test of St. Johnson's squad. Having said that, Gordon, what St. Johnson have done incredibly well this season is make changes and not be impacted by them. They are. Very, they seem very well drilled They've got a system that works And players who know their roles and responsibilities So that even when And like I said I'm not saying this this is ideal But if, if you would kind of back one team That's left in the competition To be able to handle these things It might be St Johnson yeah. They've had games where guys have gone in and, and played incredibly well And they've been left out the next week And someone else has come in and done it Yeah I think you make a good point there With uh, systems you. and well drilled Gordon so when that's a situation a, a team Every player will know their jobs Everybody knows their responsibilities And their roles on the pitch And Callum Davison's drummed that into these players um, Yeah you don't you don't Ideally you don't want to get Missing what you call probably key players Because St Johnston don't have the big key players Maybe Sander Clark and goals 
you know, he's maybe one that you would think, oh, don't want to. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. Look, the back, the back three, Sean Rooney. Yeah. You know, these guys play all the time. But I'm talking about apart from that. You look at even in the last couple of games. So I think they, you know, they played, you know, the Rangers game. Chris Kane came off the bench. Craig Bryson came off the bench. Michael O'Halloran came off the bench. Callum Booth came off the bench. Those four could easily start the match. A hundred percent. And you're talking about good experience in every single one of them. Um, so they have got Mark's right They've not got a, a massive squad But they've got A quality squad For that That level of St Johnston With the The budget they've got um, So First and foremost We've got to wish the players um, You know A speedy recovery And hope everything's alright But It isn't the ideal preparation But I don't think Just the way St Johnston's Going about their business I don't think they'll make that an excuse They'll get in there They'll still be confident And uh, I'm sure they'll put up A very good show uh, Let's hear from Jamie McCart Who's one of that Successful back three For St Johnson This season yeah, He says they won't be Affected by losing The four players He says they'll manage They'll find a way To cope without them It's really disappointing Mainly for You know the boys That it's happened to But uh, I think like the gaffer said is You know You've just got to Kind of put that Out your out your mind right now And focus on the game Because it's 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 an extremely tough game Against St Mirren And it's such a big opportunity For us You know it's uh, It'd be a shame to let us, uh, for us to let it slip. So I think we've just got to be fully focused. We've got a strong squad. So anyone that you know misses out, we've obviously got people there that can uh, step in or replace. You know, so that's that's the beauty of having a strong squad and everyone competing for the same spot, really, in the starting eleven. So uh, you know, hopefully it doesn't affect us too much. You mentioned at the top of the show you think Hibs are slight favourites for the mm. cup. Would St Johnson have a claim to that tag? Mm, yeah. Um, especially in the form that they're in The form, the route to get here The yeah. fact they've already won the Confidence the um, Beating Hibs along the way go to, Going to Ibrox um, Showing great character um, When everybody thought the Rangers were through to the next round So I think that St Johnston quietly And I like, I think that Callum Davison will like the fact that The focus will be probably on Hibs as the favourites But don't be surprised it can make a case for St Mirren for instance Jim Goodwin's doing a terrific job there Dundee United it's a surprise pack for me I think their their best performance this season has undoubtedly been at Pataudry and then last week they were they weren't as great they will have to up their game so yeah I think I think Callum Davison will be quite happy just to go along under the radar because he's got lots the, of belief in that the thing team. about St Johnson is in this game though they go into it Probably the favourites Where there's All the other games Against Rangers Underdogs If you go back to semi-final Against Hibs Underdogs At the time they played Livy 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 were on that great run And people looked at that And thought Probably underdogs This time people are looking at them And the onus is on them I think that suits Jim Goodwin And St Mirren He rested some players At the weekend Some of his better players They might you know, be fresher coming into this one if he's got a fully fit squad to choose from. I think that will. I don't think that'll affect uh, St Johnston, Mark, because the proof was in the pudding. Rangers played St Johnston at McDermott Park on the Wednesday night. Rested, what? Uh, made seven changes. St Johnston hardly made a change. Went to Ibrox and kept going right to the last kick of the ball uh, to penalty kicks mm. and still won. So I'd, I, I, I agree with Jim. Uh, because that's the best way he thinks that he can prepare for a semi-final but I don't think that'll come into play Okay, let's bring in Bob who's a Rangers fan and see what is on his mind tonight Take it away, Bob 
Hi guys. Hello. Um, it was your question earlier on when mm-hmm. you said who is unlucky to miss out in being in the top four for Player of the Year, mm-hmm. and I find that um, I guess it, it shows the strength of the Rangers team this year. But I find it quite astonishing that the player who's currently been applauded as possibly the best player in Scotland didn't make it, and Ryan Kent. Yeah, well, who would you have left out that four then for him? I'm not saying I'm not saying that we'd left anyone out of the four. I just think it just shows you the strength of Rangers that the guy who's mm-hmm. currently been thought as the best player in Scotland still can't make it on as the best player for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, it just shows you the level of performance that the other four have done. I think there's there's different almost kind of ways of coming at it. You know, a lot of the praise. Some people might believe that Ryan Kent, ha- you know, has. Sort of on his day is the best, or is the you know, or the hardest to play against, or could have the the biggest potential. You know, go go to the highest level. That doesn't always equate to having the best season, does it? Those are two subtly different things. Is that the word, Mark? Consistency. I, I suppose so is, that, I think, is that what's happened here? Or? I think wingers get quite a hard deal of it. Generally, they do yeah, because if they aren't winning man in a match uh, every week, then people tend to. To give them a bit of stick That they're not doing enough You look at Ryan Kent Over the season I mean He scores the first goal Of the season Away at Pataudry. Um He's played Probably 50 games Dozen goals I think you'd be Pretty happy With the, that return From a winger um, uh, So You know The arguments here Bob makes the argument He has been outstanding In certain games This season But he drifts in and out And I think that's Maybe Where he's He's fell away From the final four Not from You know uh, as detracting from his performances But those four have been constants And probably on it every week That would need to be your biggest question right There's only four there So if you're saying Ken I think consistency for Ken is the reason he's not in that four He has been brilliant in the last few months I've got to say But if you're putting Ken into that four Who would you take out And how do your arguments stack mm-hmm. up I don't think you can yeah. Gordon Is it was it maybe a, a slightly quiet I'm trying to think of the months Bob Maybe sort of and start start of the year maybe a bit a bit of a quieter spell for. I've got a question to the guys who play football professionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ask you a question: Is it harder for players like Kent to have a consistent season than it is for the defenders? Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. Uh, I said earlier on the show, the hardest thing to to do is is to create and score goals in the game. You know, defend defending. You know, you've got people running about you You're in together with, with a group People can dig you out a hole But if you are constantly asked to get the ball And open defences up Make things happen Score goals That's that's what people pay money for That's why these guys get paid the big money Because the 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 people uh, that, that fans go to see So it is more difficult for him to turn on every week And that's why I think he's, he's not in that final four for, I mean, for instance I'm now totally changing the question is Ryan Kent the player in the Rangers team that would command the biggest fee? Right now, yeah, yeah, yeah right. no doubt. So, so you know, so it, you know, there are there are various ways of being a a good player, if you like. You know that that doesn't always equate to being player of the year, as you say. Mm-hmm. You're talking about consistency, but but would he be the kind of main, the main asset, the one guy that they might really have a battle to hold on to, or the one that they would want to hold on to? Is that? Oh, is that the category, the, the bracket he falls into? Yes, uh, they're certainly wanting to hold on to him. Uh, of that there's no doubt But 
Um, and I, I'd like to see Kent next year because I think he's getting better. Um, you know, he's settling into the Scottish game as well. And I'm sure that once the crowds are allowed back in, he, he's an entertainer, the boy. He's got brilliant skills. But as Rangers as a club who has already come out and said, look, we'll need to look at the, maybe the assets and selling one or two, because that's what happens in football. I would need a big, big offer for Kent because you're looking at seven million. Has Liverpool got a cut in that percentage? Don't really know. Probably in modern day game, yeah. probably will. So to make a good profit, they'll need a big, big offer. Uh, but Kent's capable of getting that in. Thank you, Bob. It was nice to speak to you. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Right, Colt teams. One of these arguments that just comes up time and time again. But I've not just plucked out of nowhere. There is a real suggestion now that Rangers and Celtic Colt teams could play in the Lowland League next season. So not down, you know, League One and Two, in the Lowland League. What do you make of that? Does that seem like a good idea or a bad idea? Let us know right now, and I'll give these two a full time teaser next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon Dieller here. Got a good question for you. You're going to need to know your Celtic players and you're going to need a good grasp of geography right up your street, Gordon Dieller. This question. <laughs> this is your specialist subject on a couple of fronts. Right, Jerry and Erskine has sent <coughs> it in. So you know the rules. See if yeah. there's something wrong with this question You blame Jerry You yeah. don't blame me Simple right Fulltime at Clyde1.com That's the address you need To send your questions in Jerry says From the Rogers era onwards There have been 10 internationals Out with Europe Who have played For Celtic So essentially Think of it in a footballing sense Out with UEFA Would be the easiest way of doing it so, oh, no, I'm not good at this. So, Jerry and Erskine from the Rogers era onwards, 10 internationals out with Europe who've played for Celtic. Mm. And if there are more than 10, you blame Jerry, you don't blame me. That's the way it works. Please don't forget. What's the weird Australian winger boy? Hmm? Is that uh, yeah. Arsani? That's the first one that springs to mind. I mean, it's right. Don't get me wrong, but I just <laughs> I was shocked with that. Is it good? Yeah. 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 Okay. Fair yeah, enough. I'm, I'm, I'm not the best at these. Uh, outside, you're played. See the question again, Gordon. Just, Honestly, I know I'm right. From the Rogers era onwards, uh, there have been ten internationals out with Europe that have played for Celtic. Daniel Arzani is perfectly right. I'm, I'm just amazed that you went Tom for Rogic. him first. Yes. Tom Rogic. How did you How did you go Arzani Before Rogic Because you're saying I'm, I'm strengthening From bottom Bottom I'm on, up I'm, Australia I'm, I'm, <laughs> Yeah I mean, We were talking about Australia night When I played over, Well I was over there He works in a strange level This guy He does He does <laughs> Do you know You even get criticised When you get it right I know, I know. Instead he's saying Well done Sorrow Is he international oh. I mean he's not on Jerry's list That doesn't mean to say That he shouldn't be But yeah he's, he's not I on don't know if he's had A full cap yet has he Hmm Hmm no caps No caps um, Yeah big F Ambrose would have been away Would have Ambrose Yes He's on there Oh, oh is he? yeah I thought he might have been away By then but There you go Right we're on a roll Okay we'll leave it there From the Rogers era onwards 10 <coughs> internationals out with Europe Who've played for Celtic Rogic Arzani And Ambrose So far And it's full time at Clyde1.com uh, To get your Your, your questions in Right, have you seen this story today regarding Rangers, Celtic, Colt teams? That's nothing new. We've heard all of these sorts of stories for years. But a bit of a development 
in that the Lowland League uh, looks like it could be the destination for next season. So it's, the plans are still at an early stage, but it would see the two Glasgow sides committing to Colt teams playing in the Lowland League for one season. Uh, you may remember they've played, you know, in the Challenge Cup in recent times, um, but the, the proposals to join the SPFL haven't progressed the way the clubs would, would want to. But a statement released, I think it was last night, by the Lowland League. Says it's confirming it's entered into discussions to invite Rangers and Celtic B teams for next season on a one season basis. What do you think of that? Yeah, I, I would go with it. I think it's a, a decent idea. I was for the idea last year when the league was trying to be reconstructed and um, there was there was discussions held about making League Two bigger. Um, 16 and having Rangers and Celtic Coke teams start in that so You liked that idea? I liked that idea Why? I thought What about I all the other clubs? What about Harps and Hibs and Aberdeen and whoever else? Did they get Coke teams? or uh, They weren't in the discussion I don't know if they put themselves forward When I was at Breakin I heard that Celtic and Rangers had brought that proposal to the table And money would have been put into the teams at the at the bottom of the table So I, I got knocked back anyway I think it's a a more competitive league for these young boys to be to be playing in. Now, if you look at the Lone League this season and you look at the teams that are there, Kelty might not be there, of course, mm-hmm. next year. But you run through even East Kilbride, mm-hmm. um, you know, BSC, they've got real men who have played real football um over their careers. Usually guys who are coming to the end of their career, albeit, but you know, experienced pros. And I think you you become better players playing against experienced pros. Uh, when you're younger I, I certainly Got something from Playing reserve football Against older guys And I think the whole Scrapping of that That league system oh. Has affected young players So I think this is a way mm. I find ourselves Going back to that Okay there's a few I mean there, there will be a political side To this as well Which we'll get to Let's bring in Ken And see what his general thoughts are I mean it is at an early stage Ken but what, what do you think? Hi guys How you doing? By the way First of all I'd like to say I thought Gordon's first answer On that full time teaser Was going to be Mr Timberley Knowing his geography You know what I mean well, I think I ruled him out early I saw him He just scrubbed something Off his bit of paper Ken I think that's what Was coming next <laughs> No I was for Because I think With this Lowland League I think it's a good idea Mainly because of the, the development of players Because competitive games Got to be better Than playing your bounce game That they're doing just now But I was also wondering even though it's like an age limit, it's just going to be like an under-21s teams that they put in there. And also, years ago when they had the reserve league, players coming back from injury would be allowed to play in the reserve games mm-hmm. to get competitive action again. Would that be the case with this as well? Uh, do you know what? I think it's too early for those specifics. There would obviously be some sort of age limit, um, whether it's you know 23s or, or 21s. Mark, that would clearly have to be the case. Yeah, um, I think that's my understanding. In place at the moment, would be yeah, there'd be an age cap on yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it'd need to be it's yeah, cold teams, isn't it? Um, because a lot of talk about it being about you know bringing players through and pathways and all the rest of it. So we'd surely have to. We're we're just not in a place to offer that level of. Of detail yet though I wonder what I wonder if What might get in the way right Is For instance I'm going to read you a statement From civil service strollers right Who are obviously part of that We're aware of the proposal Yeah it's only fair to hear out the proposal Many questions But there's one issue that's not being addressed The proposal is in effect To increase the size of the league by two places If that's the case I would demand these two places Were first offered to clubs That are currently in the Lowland League feeder leagues Like civil service strollers They will have spent significant time and money To improve playing facilities This must be both recognised And the spirit of the pyramid adhered to 
this is what a lot of people are saying, Gordon Deal. Mm-hmm. It is a weeks, a lot, days, really, since fans of Lowland League clubs said, "This is a disgrace. There better be a playoff. The pyramid is important. Kelty better get the chance to take on Brora, to take on Brecon, to enter the pyramid. Sporting integrity. Let's maintain the pyramid." But now Celtic and Rangers Colts teams Are going to be able to Give some money and Go into the Lowland League mm-hmm. Is it going to be at the expense Of the feeder clubs Civil service strollers Clearly feel That is the case What I will say is Some quotes from George Fraser Who we've had on the yeah. line before Chairman of the Lowland League He is saying that The integrity and the importance Of the pyramid Will be paramount And this would be unaffected By the plans And he says Rangers and Celtic Both fully respect it can you yeah, see the well, concerns? Yeah, I can see the concerns, but they would have to have that in stone, Gordon, that Celtic Rangers wouldn't affect that that pathway for all the lowland uh, clubs. I think I think if you'd asked me this maybe two years ago, I'd say no. I don't think it's a good idea. Matt makes a great point about as a young player, you learn uh, off experienced players, you learn playing against experienced players. I thought the worst thing, I won't go back to it, was... Scrapping the reserve league I really do I think that's stopped the progress Of so many young don't, players Don't tell but, us too much Because I think James wants to ask about that Okay In okay. just a second Right um, But If you look at the Lowland League just now Because They couldn't play Because of the circumstances A lot of their players They've got that's such a good player They were loaned out to Back to uh, Teams in the The, the, the leagues I.e. the Erskins And all these boys That come out you know, so there's players all coming. That's the sort of a standard you've got. And I think the standard would be good, and I think it would be good for the Coles. And if the crowds were back in, I'm not saying that there'd be such a... Because that doesn't happen nowadays. But, for instance, East Bright, who's ploughed a lot of money into this game and very ambitious and terrific club, if they get the opportunity to play Rangers at K-Par... Then there would be extra revenue Celtic extra revenue So it helps them all well, What do you mean by extra revenue? I think more people would turn up But would they though? Because the Colts teams have already been in the no, Challenge no, Cup no, And we I'm didn't not, see an, an uplift what, really Or a what, significant what I, uplift What I did say there Gordon was I'm not talking about full houses But I think mm. there'd be extra revenue That's what I'm to... saying though But they've already been in the Challenge Cup We've seen the Rangers and Celtic Colts teams have been in there People haven't been battering down the turnstiles to go and see it No but I think if they played week in, week out. Yeah, right? I, think, I, I agree with that. I, I think, think for one-off games, maybe not. I think if it's a full week season, I think you would get a growing support. You know, word gets around. Say it's a Celtic player. Have you seen this young kid? Have you seen this young Celtic team? This is the next best thing. Before you know it, numbers start adding on every week. Mm. For the feeder teams, I get that point totally. Um, I think there would be a compromise there. A lot of these teams, remember going, and, and I don't speak for them all, because some have got ambitions to go forward, but a lot of them are happy where they are and, and don't have aspirations to go any further because they maybe can't afford it. Um, to, I'm talking about in terms of travel and all sorts that go away, going up the leagues. Some are quite happy. Of course, there will be exceptions, but I think there would be a compromise there between Celtic Rangers and the feeder sides. Ken, Celtic, and you, I know you're, I think you're a Celtic fan, Ken, but kind of in this together, if you like, Celtic Rangers, um, the, the the Lowland League, does that, that seem like a level that the young players could flourish in? Do you think that's beneficial? Would it be counterproductive? How do you, th- do you think it would go? Well, it would be competitive games rather than just playing a wee bounce game. And I'm sure Mark and Gordon would probably agree that playing a competitive game is better for your development than just playing a bounce game behind closed doors. But one thing as well is, where would the Colt teams play their home games? 
I mean again I think these are probably Just logistical issues That, that would get ironed out The Celtics youth team Have used Capital in the past Haven't Pretty they and, yeah. and Teams used in Barton yeah. Airdrie Stadium Have been used um, Numerous occasions Dumbarton was Rangers Of course The criteria yeah. would be uh, Up at Lockenhowie Now there is a little stand Isn't there Around mm-hmm. one of the, the pitches Whether that's enough These are probably Small details Gordon There are They are things That fans are interested in You know Where mm-hmm. would they play What's the age limit Going to be But it's more about Does this plan Get the go ahead And then that stuff that stuff gets ironed out, doesn't it? Yeah, I think that you've got to see if the Lowland teams are interested in it, Gordon. If they are, then you sit down and you go around the table and you say about... I would like to see everything opened up. I think that if you're going to put the Colts in there, Rangers and Celtic, I think that they should be allowed that players coming back from injury, rather than go and play closed-door game, bounce games, go and play in a competitive game. You know, and whether it's a Saturday, whatever it may be. So there's a lot of stuff to iron out. A lot of people will agree with it. A lot of people think it's a good idea. Rangers and Celtic have been pushing this for a long, long time. So you just wonder if they can get it over the line this season. Well, Um, for next season. Okay, let's bring in James in Kings Park and see what his point or question is. Hi, James. How are we doing, all right? Good, thank you. Um, It was just, I don't know, obviously, the the makeup of the lower leagues and stuff. Um, but it was more to do with the reserve football. Why, rather than putting teams into the reserve league, uh, sorry, the loan league, why not create the reserve league again? Um, listening previously on podcasts with different pros, I've said some of the best learning experiences I've had is playing reserve football with grown men. Um, and I was just seeing what the thoughts were on that. Mark, did you you'd have played in it? I take it. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. When I first went full time in two thousand, we were chatting about it the the other mm-hmm. day. The the buzz I even been involved in the reserve team. Was, was something else So I mean youth football On a Saturday uh, The youth league You'd go and play At a junior ground No crowd there The step up To being involved In reserve team football On the Monday night And this was at Tanadice There was an actual crowd there People would come And pay to watch The reserves And you were involved With experienced pros Who were maybe on their way Down in their career But still What you learned from them Was incredible And then I remember going to Tynecastle and having my, my first real involvement with the reserves there and you're coming up against some experienced guys. I think it any, just brings any, you on any meetings in particular with guys that, that stuck out? Um listen, I, I just remember from a personal point of view, um Dundee United in fact, I remember playing a reserve game, uh played in the middle of the park against Rangers at Clyde and I was playing against Emerson. Now I was a kid coming through. I, I would never have got to experience playing against a guy like that And uh, Just playing with guys Like Morris Malpass Who was coaching The reserves at the time On his way down 50 odd caps for Scotland And I'm playing alongside him In a back four Now you don't get that way What's going on Now with these young kids Because they don't get Access to top pros They get access to players Around about their age They get access to players Who are brought up from England Who have got potential to go on But they don't get real experience So I, I'm all for this coaxing Because I think you get Real experience If it had to be a reserve league Equally I'd be for it as well But I mean why Why If it was so good Why did we get rid of it I've no idea I honestly I've no idea I mean are clubs nowadays Carrying Squads big enough To, to do that I mean Celtic and Rangers Will always be outliers here But I, you know Take Dundee United at the moment What what would Dundee United's Reserve team be anyway Would it not really be The, but, uh, the, the, the young Remember we increased The bench size So the amount of substitutes um, mm-hmm. are, are now Well they're now at nine So your nine players Who are on the bench Automatically on a Saturday When I was okay. coming through Those guys 
were the certain starters It was made up of the guys who were in that middle group A reserve group And then the bench was made up mm. of youth team players And it was a great progression It was a great, you knew where you were going How, how could you do that though, right? I mean, that, that, that wouldn't be guaranteed, would it? I don't know, say Motherwell, St Mirren, Hamilton Play on a, on a Saturday mm-hmm. So when the reserves would be, what, Monday night or whatever That's when it used Monday to be, night, wasn't yeah. it? I used to go and watch them um, You're not going to put the nine subs in to the starting eleven in that game And then you might have a midweek game The first team might have another midweek game it, You know, the way that squads are rotated and stuff these days I just That's wonder if it's... Are we, I'm not saying it, it wasn't good, clearly, right? I'm, I'm trying to play devil's advocate are, Do we sometimes get a bit misty-eyed with the nostalgia of it all And, and think, I, oh, that was brilliant and we should bring it I back don't, Well, I, don't, well no. I think the proof is in the pudding I don't think we'll produce... The, the, I think we could have produced more players And I, Again, though, I, I gonna, always hear that, right? I hear that, but... Mm-hmm. At the same time, I, I wonder if we're just quite selective. And is it something about the nostalgia? You know, and B- Billy Gilmore is going to be in a Champions League final squad. He didn't come through a reserve league. He came through a modern academy system, tied in with the yeah, Scottish can, FA's performance. That, Andy I, Robertson, Callum McGregor, Kieran Tierney, Nathan Patterson's about to be the latest. Are we hard on ourselves at the moment? I think I think it gives you more benefits. Um, and Mark rightly says because we've played the game and we learned the game off of experienced players. When I played in the reserves at Rangers, and it was different then, it was if Rangers were playing Celtic at uh, Celtic Park, first team the reserves were playing at Ibrox, three o'clock, same time. You know, that was back in those days. But the thing about that, Gordon, was... And well, that's I was, what I mean. How, how big was the first team squad on that day? How many subs are you making? You know, how many people uh, are you yeah, carrying around about the first team? At that time, you had only two subs. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm not saying to play Saturday, Saturday. I think on uh, a Monday, and I do take on board what you're saying about the amount of fixtures but what my point is we learn the game and you go and ask any pro that's finished now you learn the game from experienced players mm. players that I, I was very lucky sometimes my first um, reserve game I remember Sandy Jardine David Cooper and Alan McDonald was playing yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm a 16 year old just left DL High School with all my O levels and I'm thinking <laughs> what am I doing here <laughs> right and it was incredible just, just watching them in the dressing room so I just think that mm. that Lowland team is a good idea. League, sorry, but I would like to see experienced players, even if they're come back for injury, even if they've not, they've been on the bench and right. not played for two or three weeks, even if they're just going through the motions and they don't want to be there, because they, there that there have been opportunities. Experienced players can play in these under twenties games, development leagues. Have you ever seen them? Some of them look like they would rather be anywhere else. Yes, I've, <laughs> not them all. I've played, one. A, I've played with a good few. Um, so what's the, the point in that? Um, well, I mean, I think the game has moved on. I must say, the game has moved on. A previous caller did did touch on that how people look after themselves more. I I think those sort of players would be few and far between nowadays. James, what do you think? No, that's the, the, I'm a Rangers fan, and the, the the whole reason I was thinking about it was, and I could be wrong here, but I think about players previously that came through. So. Alan Hutton, Charlie Adams, people like that. You don't see many, like Nathan Patterson, Billy Gilmore, and I suppose Kieran Tierney would be the exception to that rule. But when you think of it, I don't want to say the state of Scottish football thing has been quite harsh, but like we, we don't have a great youth team, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the, I mean, I don't really know that for sure because I don't watch them every week, but we don't have any, like you say, apart from Patterson, Pumbrell, Gilmore, what other players would you think? Oh, he's going to be brilliant when he's old enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, or he's got a big future. We don't see it because, for me anyway, these boys are not getting to play 
adult football if you like yeah, I mean, there's a whole other discussion, isn't there? Because I know that Celtic, for instance, are, guys are getting to 15 and 16, and Bayern Munich are signing them, like Liam Morrison. You know, so we don't, we don't, we're not seeing him at the moment, and he's out of out of sight, out of mind, sort of thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, clearly, it's a, it's a good debate to be had. Any more on this teaser, you two? I've got one. Go for it. Is it Geary? Yes, Mark. Oh, a good one. Um, Gamboa. Yes, oh. Costa Rica. Uh, Keep going. Another one. Turi. Yes, okay, we'll leave it there. I'll recap the question and we'll do the rest of the answers next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson are here. They're looking for the ten internationals since the Brendan Rogers era who have played for ten internationals from the Brendan Rogers era onwards from out with Europe. So guys like Tom Rogic, Daniel Rosani, Golo Touré, Emilio Izaguirre, Christian Gamboa, and Efe Ambrose. Diego Axel. Brilliant, well done. Mm. Go on, Daz. Come on, have. Um. <sighs> Many of us still again. I was I was listening Tuesday night and he did the same. <laughs> I was gonna take three to get to let the horse in the studio. Uh, mm, oh, oh, we're running out of time actually. Yeah, I thought we had more. A wee bit clues, Gordy, please. Well I'll get as one of them, one of them's got a famous footballing father who played for a oh, different oh, country. Po- we are. Well done Right okay Two to get uh, Let's bring in Michael In Selkirk This Lowland League Colts business Michael what do you think Hiya Laz You alright Good thank you How are you Yeah I know bad Good. thanks uh, I obviously Heart supporter As you know I'm obviously Heart supporter But I'm totally against it uh, Just listening to the debate tonight uh, For the reason being That obviously it's Celtic and Rangers Again would be A massive advantage To the other teams, eh? Obviously, they're already a massive advantage in terms of finance. But w- the one thing that the the other teams have have got sort of a level playing field with Rangers and Celtic is youth. And obviously, if they were bringing their youth into playing the lower league, they'd be playing man's football. And it's just, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's just a, a massive ad- advantage to developing their players that the other other clubs wouldn't have. What do you make of that, Mark? But why would your own club then? You know, not go for it. Why would they not submit plans to join us? Well, what you want to do, Mark, have a league about 26 teams? Maybe the option is own to, yeah, I mean, to reconstruct it. Is it easy? Well, put it this way Celtic and Rangers at this point, I think, but looks are they not paying for the pleasure of this? So, what if other clubs can't do that? Well, I'm assuming they can't. Well, Hearts, I mean, Hearts have put a lot of money into your youth system also. Um, it's fifty thousand pounds, isn't it? Is it Twenty five thousand yeah, each. Well, uh, if if Michael is saying it's such an advantage to Celtic Rangers, well, that's mm. up to the Hearts hierarchy to to value if it's worth them forking out so much money to get the benefits further down the line. Well, not necessarily. There is another option where, as a, a country, we decide that it it's not fair or it's not right. If you agree with what Michael says, Gordon. Yeah, different arguments, but you can argue that, that if you're a youth player, you've got a better chance of getting the ha- in the Hearts first team than you have Rangers and Celtic. So you've got to go and learn your football. I mean, for instance, Rangers managing director Stuart Robertson has spoken tonight in the club's own kind of TV channel saying that they've been frustrated at the lack of a transition pathway for young players. There's no innovation coming out of the authorities, it's coming from us. These kinds of things should be being led by the SPFL. 
and the SFA, and we're just not seeing that. That that's val- you're nodding along. Mark. I think that's correct. Yeah, but at the same time, right? <laughs> I don't mean to take you back to last year, but the SPFL, right? These are these are members' organisations. Michael is a Hearts fan. I don't know if he speaks on behalf of Hearts as a club or not, but. This first and foremost suits Celtic and Rangers Which is fine Everybody is well entitled to But if you are one of those lower league clubs You might not want to vote for it You might think How does this benefit me And it might not be that obvious We're we're looking obviously Is it going to be financially Does that benefit you Gordon's talking about crowds Does it raise the overall standard Yeah these might be legitimate questions So I'm not I'm not shooting it down But it's at least understandable Why other clubs might think Nah that's that's not for me Well I think Yeah it should be voted through From the clubs that are already In that league And the feeder clubs and by the way That's what's going to have to happen With the Lowland League yeah, as well Yeah that's what I mean um, And if it's If they see it financially You know beneficial to them Then so be it It's up to them I don't think Celtic and Rangers Should come in with a checkbook And the SFA SPFL The Lowland League committee Should say And you come It's got to be down to the clubs uh, What we are agreeing with Is that would develop the players better You know the whole politics behind it um, Has to be ironed out But from a playing point of view 100% If I was a player I'd rather be playing in that Than what the the previous caller Michael It was a Michael mm-hmm. that says that A bounce game or reserve games At Auchenhowie or Lennox Town No I don't think mm. you get much yeah. from that What do you think Michael? No, as I say, I still stand by it. Mark's just said they sell there about developing players. It would benefit Rangers Celtic developing players. Well, that's that's an advantage that they have against other clubs. And as I say, I just think it's Celtic and Rangers have already got a massive advantage at clubs in Scotland as far as finances are concerned without giving them another unfair advantage. And do you know what? This is something that just has been going on for ages. I remember doing an interview with Craig Mulholland from Rangers Academy years ago but it was before I was presenting this show so you're talking four, four or five years ago and we played it out on the show and that was the, the you know the big ambition then so what's kind of shifted now the reason we're talking about it is because there's a proposal for the Lowland League uh, what about Liam and Rob Royston what do you think about it Liam? Hi guys um, I, th- I think it's a, it's a very good thing um, I really do I think to, just to touch on what the caller before is saying, I think it would benefit the whole of Scottish football. If you look at Celtic and Rangers taking these these young guys, the Colts teams, to play against teams in the Lowland League, and by the way, the standard in the Lowland League, I think, is better than what most would give it credit for, because you've got some really talented young footballers mixed in with the guys who have played or trained. It kind of, the, the top of the, the higher end of the, of the scale, but if you've got these young guys at the schools, the, the feeder school St Ninians and the school in uh, Bears Den for the Rangers boys, coming through and getting to play against men and know what it feels like to play against, to take the hit off of a, off of a man um, during the game and be able to get up and get on with it, it's going to benefit, it will benefit the, the whole of Scottish football because these guys aren't all going to then progress into Celtic and Rangers teams. They're going to have played these games and they will go. The Celtic and Rangers are going to release these guys, some of them at some point. And it will benefit the Hearts and other teams if, if these guys are then given to them or they, if the Celtic Rangers release them in a, a free or a, a nominal fee. If these young guys have played against men at that level, surely, surely it can only benefit the whole of Scottish football. Yeah, I mean, that, that I get that side of it in the player development. I would be interested to know, and I'm sure there will be studies done on this. I wonder if there are fans... 
out with Celtic and Rangers who think it's a good idea? Well, Michael before obviously doesn't think it's a good idea. He sees it as an unfair advantage. Liam makes a point that if they do fail and they, they you know, heart sign a, a, a younger player, then he, he's got experience. So I can see both sides of that argument. What um, about the standard of the Lowland League, as Liam oh, says? He thinks it would good, be a good Gordon, idea. It's good. I've, I've watched a few games in the Lowland League. I went through and watched Kelty and East Kilbride not that long ago. Um, well, two years ago. Um, and I've got to Thanks s- for that insight I've got to say The standard I was very surprised Was very very high indeed um, So I do think the standard's good I think it's It's a very very good league So It'd be interesting to see If Rangers and Celtic Can get this through But there's still a lot of questions And a lot of answers I think just to match The experience for young players You know actually Going to grounds on a Saturday With a three o'clock kick off You know It feels real I think too many of these games that these young boys play now is a, a 1pm kickoff on a Wednesday afternoon yeah. uh, and some training ground. Okay, I think this one will go on and on. We won't have heard the end of it. Thank you, Liam. Hopefully you'll stay in touch as this develops. That was Liam and Rob Royston. Let's finish with tonight's teaser from Jerry and Erskine from the Rogers era onwards. There have been 10 internationals out with Europe who've played for Celtic. You've got Rogic and Arzani from Australia. Wea from the USA Toure from Ivory Coast Izagiri Honduras Gamboa Costa Rica Laxalt from Uruguay And Ambrose From Nigeria Marsco I just I think I remembered The American one Who? Goodman No No there is no other American one Oh is there not? No (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant I think I just forgot An American one One more There's a a countryman of Colo Toure Ivory Coast Ivory Coast And is he retired playing? No, I mean, well, technically still a Celtic player. Ball and goalie. No, oh, no, oh, the, no, the no, centre no, no. for ba- ba- Bio. Yes, Bio. Bio. Yeah, well done. And the last one. No. Gives a clue. All I need to do is name one club and you'll get it right. A race between the two of you. Right. Three, two, one. Kilmarnock. Mullenboo. <laughs> oh, he was fast. How fast was that? He totally even said Come on at there That's Thank you Mark Wilson And Gordon DL Back tomorrow Hugh Evans And Jim Duffy Are here Looking ahead to a big weekend Of Cup semi-finals And I'm sure There'll be some nice news stories For us to get our teeth into as well So join us at 6 tomorrow And in the meantime Callum Gallagher Is up next <laughs>